Have you ever gone through a season where you're just kind of going back and forth about something kind of in an area of not so sure, a little bit of doubt? Well, I kind of had this moment where these words came to me about certainty and about asking. So for you, like what if someone said to you, when I give, I give with certainty. When you ask, ask with certainty. How would you even begin to think through what you need? I mean, this would be your one ask. I imagine you would kind of sort through pondering really what was in your heart and with clarity and what you really mean to what you really mean to ask. Right. And thinking about how would this impact my here and now my later in life. Right. Perhaps even a sense of you'll think through what what's the cost of me even asking this. I'm sure you will like search in a way to get some sense of clarity and and meaning so you can really come to the table and say, okay, this is what I'm wanting to ask for. Wouldn't you? This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to share twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in in a a more more excellent excellent way. I mean, you know, of course, we know that nothing really happens, I guess, before (laughs) before it's time. That's just kind of a thought that kind of went through my my heart as the Lord was answering a question that I've kind of pondered on for a while and just kind of getting a sense of clarity or answer to this question that I've been pondering through and kind of getting a sense of being patient and and waiting for my question to be answered. I I think as I asked my question and I, and I, and I was waiting, I felt this sense of, am I going to be let down or, you know, you kind of get impatient and, you know, just kind of thinking through some of the reasons why we don't ask with certainty. I don't know. Do you have anything to add with that, James? I think, you know, or even shame sometimes that comes up maybe before you ask and didn't really get what you were longing for. You kind of get, I don't know, this sense of, well, there's been a letdown or a sense of rejection or fear, or even you feel like this might be too big of an ask and maybe it won't come, come to pass. But I mean, I was thinking about having a conversation with a friend here recently and she was just saying, but Nicole, I remember God says that even, even a father, good father knows to give a good gift, how much more, you know, will I give to you? And I found some sense of even confidence in, in hearing that. I'm like, you're right. I know who I'm asking for, but I guess in relationships that get, get that gets a little bit different when you're dealing with people. It's one thing you're talking with God, I think in the sense, and you can feel this absolute okay he has my best interest at heart when you're dealing with people sometimes it's like they may have their best interest at heart they don't know exactly what you need or how to even meet you and give to you in a certain way so yeah so I think there's many reasons and I love the topic of asking with certainty that's what we want to be able to do we want to be able to ask with certainty we want to ask with clarity we want to ask with openness and with vulnerability Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, a certain sense of confidence there's so many reasons going back to that the question I think you asked me a moment ago of there are many reasons why people don't ask right. with certainty. Mm-hmm. One, because I think there's this place of, am I even worthy to ask this? 
should even people pay attention to me or see me or meet my needs? That's good. Unlovable. Will you reject me? Will this show weakness? Yes, to need that's you a big one. A vul- to need you in some way means like I'm not complete. I'm not whole. Or will I be seen as needy? Right. Or like a sense of, right. You don't have it together. Why are you asking? Why are you needing? Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Nope. Um, And I think also sometimes past lessons, not that anybody meant to do it or whatever, we've learned asking is risky. We could be rejected. Mm -hmm. We could be ignored. Mm -hmm. We could be told we're too much. We could be told just so many things. And so asking puts us in a place of vulnerability within and of itself. Ultimately. So definitely, I think there's models of what we believe about others and how they see us and value us. And there are maybe models of ways of how we see ourselves that could affect us and whether we ask or not. And definitely if we're willing to ask with certainty. Right. Right. So I guess the part of it, you know, when this thought kind of came into my, in my headspace, you know, I was thinking later, you know, this evening, like, okay, well, it's coming up to like Christmas and it's a, you know, of course, tradition for some to give gifts. Right. You know, so it's like sometimes you ever get a gift and it's like, oh, gee, thanks, you know, and it's not exactly what you wanted. But maybe that spouse or parent or friend had already specifically asked you, hey, you know, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> you know, or what do you want around this holiday season? And instead of even stating with certainty and clarity like hey I desire to have this this will really make a difference in my life this will be um, so impactful or this can encourage and further me on in this kind of a way we kind of shrink back and say oh it doesn't matter whatever whatever works you know and so I think even with that, that same kind of uh, attitude even show up in our relationship you know we kind of handle our relationships in the same way yeah, I think um, I like what you're talking about, because I guess in what I do all day, every day is sometimes people don't ask with clarity, even one, because there's fear sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, two, I don't think we take time to really slow down and pay attention to what we need. Sometimes I think at a deeper think, level. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of ask for these behaviors sometimes and the behavior might matter. But then sometimes it's this like deeper level really like in from a vulnerable place what I need and we don't even go there for ourselves mm-hmm. and so, sometimes we just need time to even explore that I don't that's know that's good. what sticks out for me because based upon how you ask and what you ask for can greatly affect what you get back so what you ask and ask for can greatly impact what you get back totally mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. so if I just kind of then I don't even think sometimes we ask we tell people things like I could tell you like you like Nicola you did this wrong or you're not doing this for me or you're not doing that yeah that's definitely not an ask but but in some for some people <laughs> that for some people it's that should be telling you something though versus hey you know like if I could say something like I wish I thought of an example before we get in here but it's like if I just tell you, Nicola, you know, you keep, you're, you're not there for me as a wife. Oh, you, that's a horrible example. I know, but, I, but it's so, it is, but it's actually a good example. Okay. Because of that's, that's just telling you something and the message you're getting in that place is I'm failing. I'm not doing something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But now I think I'm rocking it out. So if it's, if it's versus if I were to say something like, man, I am struggling so much and I'm scared of failing. I'm scared. Like I won't be able to handle it all. I'm just falling apart and I, and I need your help. And then do you tell 
exactly what you need help with because then that's that that hits close gets closer to home but it's still not even as clear of an ask that's that is so good nicola thank you for that and sometimes i think people don't know but i think that it's like a little bit that's getting a little bit more clear i'm being i'm telling you where i am and where i'm really struggling i'm inviting you into my world's like because i might even say i don't know what to tell you i just need i felt like part of it i just needed to tell you i'm falling apart right And I guess in that space, then I could step in and say, okay, well, Mm -hmm. I see all the different things, Mm -hmm. hats you're wearing or whatever you're doing. And I say, maybe I can make your coffee in the morning. Would that help you by making your coffee in the morning? You know what I mean? And then if that doesn't hit it. it, it, Then we can keep exploring. Right. right. So until you can formulate uh, with more certainty and a better clarity what it is exactly you're asking for. But I like that because it clarified and got closer to. And I want to go back. I like your, I'm sorry if I hope I don't reset. I want to go back to your certainty one, because when you first, you introduced, I did like that, a certain sense of confidence, not confidence like this, like me, myself and I, but like, you know what? It is okay to ask. Yeah. It's okay to ask. And I think what idea I got when you said that a moment ago Mm -hmm. is sometimes people hedge their bets in their, in their requests. That's true. And we try and make it safe or like, let me ask this. It's almost like the whole, like in in little, in in, in school, it's like, do you like me? Check yes or no. (laughs) You know, (laughs) in a way. Right. But, and then we give it in a letter because it's like, it's too scary to let you get close because there's that possibility of rejection. Mm. So let me ask it in a way that I can best secure. Yes. Of, mm-hmm. And so the other person might respond to what they think like, Oh, that's what you asked for. Okay. I do it. But for you, the person's like, ah, but there's what I'm really wanting to get is this. Do you want to go steady with me? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I want you to marry me actually is what I want. No, I was kidding. Right. Yeah, right. So I don't okay. Know. So it's like, I think sometimes we hedge our bets in our ass. Yeah. To to feel, to make it safer. Right. I guess about a week ago or whatever, you know, just part of my longing was to have clarity about this aspect of my schooling. And I was just like, Lord, (laughs) are you listening? (laughs) I know I'm not coming to an empty sister and you can give me like an answer about this. I want to just have belief and belief and not belief and doubt because that's like the sense of double-mindedness. And it made me think about the scripture in James 1, talk about a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. And so it's like shifting like the sand, what you saying you're at this edging bets or this kind of sort of kind of asking it doesn't bring forth any sense of clarity or peace in my own self and it doesn't present clarity or confidence to the other person so even if they had the ability to, to show up in a specific way they can't because it's not clear and it's not certain and I think that's what God wanted to speak to my heart this morning to say hey I'm here I'm listening I'm not going to reject you I'm going to, I'm going to give a clear answer. I'm going to show up with, with strength and, and clarity. I need you to show up with that same kind of certainty to come in towards me and ask. I want to come in with, I hope I remember two points on that. Okay. One being it just, it does in my work with people throughout the day, I love, and I know people are making progress when they can access those places of need in there. They are then able to give voice to them. Mm. To me, whether the the other person or whomever in their life is able to give a response back, that's already a clear mark of health to me. 
in a relationship when you can access what you're feeling and access what you're needing yes. and then give voice to that. Yeah. Because then that's one of the ingredients to successful connection. If that part doesn't, can't happen, then the clear response can't happen back. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one part. But then two, and I, let me, cause we haven't really given a context. I see that happen definitely in marriages, but even for parent child relationships, Oh yeah. like parents, I want to encourage you. It's like to help train your kids up in a way of truly being able to like, it's okay for you to find that place in you of what you're needing and to be able to give voice to it and ask for it. Because one of the things when I work with families or parent-child relationships, one of the things I'm looking for is can I help the child be able to put words to what they're needing in a non-defensive, non-attacking way that honors the parents and to share that need with their parents. Because of what my hope is, is that part that God's put in a parent to be a caregiver when that child can send out a message of I'm in need, this is what's happening for me. This is what I, I need you at. My hope mm-hmm. is that it'll reach the caregiving part of the parent and then provoke a response back. But I think that also happens in the in marriage relationships and friendships Right, is when I can send a message, that person who loves me and is connected to me and attached to me, hopefully my clear signal of need will touch a part of them that activates their caregiving right. and they then provide care back. And you're right. And you're going to give an example of this, but the Bible throughout scripture, God wants his people to say, yeah. I need you. And to, yes. he pushes us. Isn't that the funny part about God? He wants us. He He's God. He can do anything, but he wants us to ask. Right. Right. So even just to say that, as you're talking about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that, that's so like this. When you use a parent-child relationship in Luke 11, 11, it says, which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? So it's like, you know, here's this child making a clear ask, clearly asking for the fish. As a parent, you're not going to give them a, a snake instead. And of course, God is kind of using this to show an image of him own self as he goes on saying, or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. But then he says, if you then, though you are evil, right? You know, we have the knowledge of good and evil, right? So continuing, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Right. And so it's just like, and of course we know the Holy Spirit leads and guides into all truth and it connects us with God and deepen our relationship with God. But I think in that is the sense of having that, what you were talking about, James, having that ability to one, teach your child to make clear ask, search within yourself and know exactly what it is that need is in there and make a clear ask because the person on the other end need to hear with clarity so that they can match and give you're asking for fish i want to give that fish i don't want to give a snake instead or if you're asking for something don't not be specific but be specific to it so that as best as i have with a power within me and i can meet and match that i will try my best to show up and connect with that and even sometimes when we are asked a question i know sometimes even with my 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 girls or even sometimes with you james when you ask me for something i'm like hey i know you really want that but i i can't either if i'm tired or i don't have the whatever resource whether it's strength finance whatever it is i really want to meet that but i can't meet that right now how about the weekend how about 
tomorrow night huh <laughs> how about next month you know and so then you're like you're saying hey i at least hear exactly what you're asking for because you were clear right and i want to meet that need however for whatever reason i cannot meet it or i hear exactly what you're asking for and i'm i would love to meet that need and matter of fact here you go sometimes here you go i've been waiting for you to ask in some ways even so there's so many parts to this but i like i just want to reiterate you know the lord is just prompting in my own heart reminding me that he's a good giver <laughs> and that he will give with certainty and that I can ask with certainty and so I just I just want to continue searching my own heart and and showing up in my life with the people around me and ask and practice asking as best as possible and as clear as possible and ultimately to God so that he can lead me in the way that I need to go yeah that's good that's good to be able to ask and to ask with certainty that's like a to really find it in ourselves, like, cause that's a place of security. Yeah. Say it is okay. Yeah. You know, I had to tell someone today, like, I'm afraid to ask for what I need because it makes me feel like I'm being needy. Yeah. And you know what yeah. the truth really is? We are needy people. That's why we have relationships. We're wired to need each other. Exactly. <laughs> but it's so funny how now need, and it is, it's like when I think about Adam and Eve in the garden, mm-hmm. God gave them everything. And he blessed them. But the minute they fell, what, what did, what's the one thing they stopped doing? They didn't ask. Mm, they ran and they hid. They covered themselves. And even when God shows up, it's nothing like, or even when the serpent was there, it's not like, hey, we need your guidance here, God. We need some clarity here. But even like, God, we fell. We need your help. We need you to restore us. Mm. We need you to remake us. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Why we love David in Psalm 51, because even after he is he's fallen in a sin. He begins to beg and say, God, please restore him to me. Against, the joy of mm-hmm. your salvation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He begins to make this, this, this petition and this request. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here we are at the excellent way. Uh, excellent point. I think part of it, when I think of an excellent point, Nicola, I want to encourage listeners to really think about and talk with that significant other in your life, whether it's sometimes with your kids. What is it like for you to be in a place of need and to ask for that need to be met? Particularly think to a time maybe when you felt some type of physical or emotional pain where you've been struggling in life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And from that place, what is it like for you to say to ask for your to ask for help, to ask for some need to be met in your life? Right. For you to think about that personally for you, but then to ask maybe your significant other, whether it's like said, your kid, a spouse, a friend, mm-hmm. what is it like for yeah. you to mm-hmm. share and ask, ask for your needs to me, to ask for something for me? What is that like for you? Is mm. it scary? And that's not something like an indictment on you, but you might find that there's a block for them. That's true. So I don't yeah. know. I think that is a practical point for That's us. good. I guess the part, it's kind of similar maybe to your question I wanted to ask what gets in the way of asking with certainty. I think earlier I mentioned things like maybe fear, rejection, like past letdowns, even not sure what you want or that the person has your best interest of heart or that they can show up for you. Maybe your own impatience get in the way or comparison, lacking contentment, I don't know, shame. (laughs) So it's like what gets in the way of asking with certainty for you to ask with certainty yeah so once again thank y'all so much and we do want to encourage you 
I think this was a good topic, Nicole. Thank you so much for presenting it and sharing it. Like I tried my best. <laughs> and you did well. I appreciate you. Because it is. This is important. So just pray that God would give you the ability to find that place, to go to that place like it's okay for me to need. God created me to be a person who needs relationship and connection. Mm-hmm. We are created to live in connection. And when we find ourselves trying to cut ourselves off from our needs, mm-hmm. we really cut ourselves off from our humanity. Yeah. We cut ourselves off from, being from, from our, being fruitful. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Cause we thrive best in connection. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to empower you with that and to be able to give you the courage to search those places where there are maybe blocks in your spirit and in your soul from past wounds and hurt. And that you can have courage to kind of find those places and to expose them to the light of truth and to connection that you could break through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.